We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, friends. By now you've heard me talk about the new brand of water that looks like tall boys of beer, Liquid Death. This crisp, refreshing mountain spring water from the Alps that comes in still, sparkling, and three unique flavors is by far and away the best brand of water on the market. One of my favorite aspects of Liquid Death is that most water companies use plastic bottles, which is beyond terrible for the environment. Most of the plastic you throw into a recycling bin actually just gets sent to a landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. But aluminum is infinitely recyclable and profitable for recycling facilities, hence why Liquid Death uses aluminum cans. Most importantly, the water tastes great. I can't get enough of the lime sparkling water and my family has been drinking them nonstop. It's always fun seeing our sons get crazy looks as they are downing tall boys out in public as well. If you haven't tried Liquid Death yet, what are you waiting for? You can get Liquid Death at your local Target, Walmart, or 7-Eleven. Or find a Liquid Death retailer near you using their store locator at liquiddeath.com slash packaday. That's liquiddeath.com slash packaday. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be, and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making us part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host on this Sunday. November 13th, almost halfway through the month of November. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Winter is coming. <sighs> I know snow has already started to fall here in Green Bay. I was raking my leaves today and <sighs> it was snowing while I was doing that. So that's that's awesome. Just adding more to the list of crap that sucks in Green Bay. Um, you know, starting with, well football franchise you know they're, they're they're pretty great this year um let's uh, bring in jimmy and gage and guys like i said before the show started we're just gonna do this moving forward like the packers offense we'll just kind of wing it and hope for the best and you know just hopefully hopefully the show turns out well so uh you know this weekend fox has been previewing this game as a big game mike mccarthy coming back to lambo for the first time since he was fired Cowboys are always, you know, America's team, I put in quotes, for whatever unknown reason. Nobody likes them. Everybody loves to hate them. Uh, But, you know, two well-known brands, and Fox probably is looking at this saying, you know, 
Based on this game, we figured the records would have been flipped. We would have maybe taken the Cowboys to not be good and the Packers to be good. And yet here we are sitting with Green Bay being at home, being three and six, can't score double digit points against the Lions. I mean, guys, the season is going really well. J- Jimmy, I mean, season season's off to a good start. Um, three and six, all where we thought we would be at this point in the year, you know. Uh, really were excited for Mike McCarthy to come back to Lambeau Field and just embarrass us. Uh, you know, I mean, so so things are great here in Green Bay. Um, you know, the, the team is dying around us with the amount of injuries they have. It's, I mean, I'm used to seeing injury reports that long for the opposing team for Green Bay. I, I can't, I mean, this looks like, and in, in, in only one way is this like the 2010 team. Like, I mean, the injury list looks like the 2010 team, and that that's about it. I don't think I've ever seen this side of you, of being so just angry and annoyed about anything, let alone the Packers. Uh, it, you're right. The, the team is struggling. And then on top of a struggling team already on the offensive side, we talk a little bit pre-show about how the defense really isn't playing as bad as everyone thinks they are. The last two weeks, they've gotten turnovers, and the offense has decided to just give the ball back to the to the other team right after it. So, uh, but with yeah, with the struggling offense, and then on top of it, now you're like, you know what's gonna be great? Let's just injure Rashawn Gary. Your number two corner can be out. So now the injury bug is coming. Romeo Dobbs is out. Um, at this point, it's pretty much, in my mind at least, I know there's some fans still holding on the slim hope of a playoff berth in my mind. It's let's try to get this ship going in the right direction to have a positive off season going to next season is where my mind is right now. You just want to see the team kind of come together in some way, shape or form, whether that's a player stepping up in a leadership role, whether that's the offense having some sort of cohesion towards the end of the year. Uh, But I am definitely bummed out about this team. As many Packer fans are, there's really not much to, to hold on to as positives. Like you have Aaron Jones, you had Rashawn Gary. He's out now. Uh, Kenny Clark is still a beautiful man on the inside of the defensive line. But besides that, yeah, it's pretty much, uh, I feel like a Chicago bears fan, like just no hope right now. (laughs) Well, engage, you know, it's interesting. I was getting my hair cut the other day and uh, the the woman uh, doing my hair, she asked, you know, if I was going to be watching the game this weekend. And yeah, I said, you know, unfortunately, Unfortunately, I am because I love the team. I still love them, even though they're three and six and they don't look great. I still love them. And I told her, I said, I honestly don't know what I would do with my Sunday if I wasn't watching football. But like, I'm also, I'm also to the point where like, depending on where the game is at halftime, like I may go find something else to do. Like, I mean, there's no shortage of projects around my house with a three month old that I could get done with, with some free time. and. I will say the thing that I find most annoying, and Gage, we kind of talked about this. I find it annoying when people on Twitter and people on TV or the radio, you know, that they're like, oh, if you don't watch every last play of the game, you're not a true fan. And it's like, no, like, I mean, at, at some point when your team is bad, you know, again, I can see an argument if you're just like, oh, the team's bad, so I'm just not even going to watch the game. Right. Like you you don't even bother to turn the game on. Okay, there's a discussion there. But if things are bad at halftime 
and I've got other stuff that I can get done around my house, and I can just see that this team is not good. They're not going to win the game, and there's not a whole lot of hope for the season. I'm not encouraging people to turn the game off, but one can understand how somebody gets to that point. Yeah, no, I so I told you guys that I didn't even watch the final quarter of the game last week. Uh, I saw the Alan Zard touchdown as I was heading upstairs, and I'm like, I'm done. And my family that's watching the game with me is like, no, they just scored. This. And I was like, I don't care, okay? I don't want to watch this stupid team. All they do is frustrate the hell out of me. I'm going to go and do something that is not as detrimental to my mental status like as possible. The world that we live in is too short for me to sit here and just waste away on a Sunday and be angry at a team that I have spent the in, in the entirety of my life, every Sunday or Monday or Thursday or whatever day of the week it was that they were playing, I was making sure to watch. I think in my entire time in my life, since I've started watching football, I can probably count on two hands the amount of games I haven't seen. Like I haven't watched at, at all. And most and most of them have been I was traveling somewhere. Like I was like last year during the Ravens game, I was driving home from Wisconsin. And I know people are gonna be like, Well, why weren't you watching why didn't you just stay and watch the game? I had to get home. We had to take care of my dog, do other stuff. During the Ravens game, though, I'm following the entire game on the ESPN updater thingy, like the little game cast. I'm following that the whole way. So even when I haven't been there watching the game at some, at all, I've been following it somehow. I, this team just frustrates me. I don't enjoy watching them. They're not fun. And I know that everyone has now spent seven minutes listening to us just be angry and rant about this team. But <laughs> what what are we going to why am I wrong? Like, go ahead and tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me that this team hasn't been frustrating to watch. There's, there's teams that are bad. And then there's teams that should be good, and they're just not. Like, we've watched the offense just stumble all year long, and they just can't get out of their own way sometimes. They're trying to do too much. They're trying to not, they're not trying to run the system as it is. And people will say, oh, well, it's a little floor problem because no one wants to blame Aaron Rodgers. And I'll go ahead and I'll be that guy. I don't really care. I'm not verified on Twitter. Who who cares? My tweets don't get seen Wait, anyway. But you don't want to pay be. No, yeah, I get suppressed be. by the oh, algorithm gonna... because I'm not verified, so I don't really care. And no, you can't be verified anymore because they took that whole thing away because they realized that was a foolish mistake. The first time. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, I've been did. dying the People, last like the companies that have lost a ton of money. Don't. It was an insulin company. They're corrupt anyway. So Lockheed Martin lost also more. lost again. Again, again. Okay, we're not getting into it. <laughs> I didn't say that. I was glad that I didn't say that I was upset that they lost money. That's not what I said. Anyway. Moving on, you sit here and you just see like him continue to run the offense that he wants. And I'm talking about Rodgers right now. People say, oh, well, it's LaFleur's fault. Yeah, all you idiots that have said all year long, oh, this is LaFleur's fault. Real quick, take a look at the offense that Green Bay is running. Then take a look at the offense that LA is running. Take a look at the offense that the 49ers are running. Jimmy G's under center a whole hell of a lot more than Rodgers is. Rodgers is operating from the shotgun like he's Joe Burrow. The only difference between Joe Burrow and Rodgers right now is Joe Burrow is throwing to Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. You know who Rodgers is throwing to? Not Jamar Chase, not T. Higgins, not Tyler Boyd, although they could have drafted T. Higgins in the draft. It's fine. I just sit here and I see a team that can't get out of their own way on offense. Like you said, Jimmy, Defense has gotten turnovers the last couple of weeks, and then the offense has done absolutely nothing with them. You can sit here and be mad at the defense. I looked at it before, like during our prep when we were talking beforehand. The defense this year has given up 1.89 points per drive on like on average. That's 16th in the league. It's not great. It's not bad. It's not great. 
last year, they were 20th in the league at 2.12 points per drive. The year before that, they were 17th at 2.18 points per drive. Two years ago, the offense was averaging 3.08 points per drive. This year, 1.52. They have dropped off a point and a half in two years, like per drive. So they went from averaging a field goal per drive to averaging half of that in two years. And the defense, meanwhile, has gotten 0.2 points better per game, like per drive. They, the defense can only do so much. They're going to wear down over the course of a game. They're going to eventually get tired. And that's what we've seen on the year. They're sitting here and defense, or they, they've only given up 188 points on the year. That's 15th. Like the defense can only do so much. They wear down at the end of the game. There's a reason that they lost in, lost, they lost to Washington, or specifically, they lost to the Giants. Why? Because the Giants had a big second half because the offense couldn't stay on the field. The Bucs almost came back and beat, beat them. Why? Green Bay couldn't get off the field, or the Green Bay's offense couldn't stay on the field, and then they wore, the defense wore down over the course of the game. It's a, there's a reason that this team has not won a Super Bowl in 10 years, and it's, been, it's generally not been the offense's fault. It's been special teams' fault or defense's fault. Now we're finally seeing things where it's not necessarily their fault anymore. The defense hasn't been perfect. No qualms about it, but they've been better than they have in the last 10 years. I, I think that that's fair. I think that is a fair thing that we've seen the defense be consistent. They may get tired by the end of the game, but when they're playing sharp and fast early in the game, I think they've looked really good. Like they gave Buff, they forced Buffalo to a three and out on their first drive at home. Which the, the commentators made it sound like they had just won the Super Bowl right there because the Bills <laughs> hadn't been stopped all year. So I just I'm so frustrated with watching this team. I understand why the people say, "Oh, I, I don't want to watch the game at all." I I don't want to watch the games. So they're not fun for me. I am actively angry. But if you ever tell somebody they're not a fan, they're not a true fan because they don't want to watch the games or they don't watch the entire game. I want nothing to do with you. I don't want you in my circle. I don't want you interacting in my life because you aren't benefiting me. It's not your business, and you don't get to pick and choose who's the fans, okay? People can be fans however they want. That's not fair to – are you going to tell a blind person that they're not a fan because they've never actually seen the team play? No, you can't not. compare turning the game off to a blind human. I, I'm not, <laughs> but you get the point. I'm saying it's not your business to pick and choose who the fans are, okay? Well, and I w- – I have an analogy that I want to make that that Gage, I apologize you you won't be able to uh, follow as well as Jimmy can. Is this uh, because the kid? Is it is it gonna yes. be a child? Yeah, yeah, I was like, he's yes. gonna say it's because he's got kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I was so the thing that people have talked about, and I promise we're actually gonna get into the game coming up today. Um, we're gonna talk about that. I promise. But I, I I just I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And Jimmy, you can tell me what your experience was like with your first kid. So. People keep talking about this team and this fan base has been spoiled for the last 30 years, which they have. I mean, you yeah. you went from Favre to Rodgers. I mean, I'm going to age myself here. I think I'm the oldest one on this podcast. I just turned 30 this year. Um, oh, you're old as hell. <laughs> so, yes, I aged myself. Uh, I know I knew Gage was younger than me, Jimmy. I wasn't sure. You guys don't have to tell me how old I you I turned were, 30 but... in like six months, so I'm right okay. with you. So I like, will not be turning 30 in six months. I have a few more months than that. <laughs> uh, so, but I was literally born the day after Brett Favre came in for, for Don Mikowski. Like that was September 20th, 1992. I was born the day after September 21st. So I've literally my entire life have only known Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and a handful of injuries. Like that's all I've known. So 
yes, there is this idea that you're that the fan base has been spoiled for 30 years. But I was thinking about this when when I had my first kid, like, man, like the first like two months, like I hated my kid because I was just like, <laughs> like, but like the reason why was because my entire life I had never dealt with anything like it. And, it. and it's just like you don't know how to deal with it and you're frustrated by it. And now I'm getting into month three and like I love my kid. Like, I mean, I don't love the fact that the Packers lose him, but like when you don't like when you're so used to something and then something comes in and completely disrupts that, like, yeah, it's frustrating and you get angry and you kind of get resentful by it. There's also a slight difference. This team still has Rodgers. Most of those other teams that have been bad haven't had a four-time MVP quarterback at the helm. Oh, oh, sure. But, but my point is though, is that, you know, like it's understandable for people, you know, and especially with that, the fact that they do have Rodgers, you expect this team to be better. And but that's you what also, right? But you've also, for the last thirty years, whether it's been Rodgers or not, you know, you you're so accustomed to winning that when they don't, you know, like for for my entire life, I was pretty accustomed to going to bed whenever I wanted and waking up whenever I wanted, and then I had a kid, and that really went away pretty quick and, and you and you get a little frustrated and you get a little resentful by it but you know and eventually you learn to accept it right but like so yeah like i don't blame fans for being frustrated you know we were sold this bill of goods that hey we're gonna run it back right like we only lost Devonte, which you know again that's turning out to be a bigger deal but on paper this team is a lot better than their record so I totally understand fans' frustration, right? I, I totally get it. So I, I, yeah, I don't like the gatekeeping of what makes a, a good fan. So I feel like I feel like this is the first time, and then we'll get into the game. But I feel like this is the first time in Rogers' career that a wide receiver has left. Uh, like you look back to Jordy, James Jones, Greg Jennings, to where it looks like oh. Rodgers needed that wide receiver more than that wide receiver needed Rodgers. Like is Devontae Adams stats down this year? Yeah. Like he'd be better with Rodgers, but you see that reliance Rodgers had on Devontae the last few seasons of always going to him, just knowing he was open and he could make that throw. And you still see those glimmers of hope that you get from Rodgers where he's making like beautiful passes that not a lot of other quarterbacks can do, but you're not just seeing it as consistently. And I think that's where a lot of the, uh, and myself included of just overreaction we're having to where we do have a lot of talent on the team and the future can be easily fixed. Like we're not in full rebuild mode. Uh, I like, we have a lot of pieces there. Like you look at other teams like the Texans where they just, their best piece is a rookie running back and they're just, they're going to suck for a lot of years to where like the Packers, you have Jair, you have Kenny Clark. Hopefully again, we sign Elton Jenkins, even though he had a little bit of a down year, I think he'll be back. Like we have pieces there. So like, like you said, to your point, Nick, of like, this is just a shock to a lot of fans. I differ than you guys put myself through the torture of the, the three, the three hours a week for the game, partly because that's my time to have to myself and watch the game. Cause my Des knows like, Hey, I'm just going to watch the game. If they lose, it might be a little crabby for a little bit, but it's my time. To just like watch the game and just be by myself for a little bit. But, um, you know, man, I, Let's get into this game because I'm still hoping they win. I don't have a lot of hopes, but I still am going to give myself until Sunday morning at in Sunday until two 30, I'm going to think, Oh, we're going to lose this game. Come two 30. I'm going to convince myself that we have a chance. It's a tales old of time. I did that every game. 
Saturday, <laughs> I'll, I'll pick us to lose today and tomorrow because we're recording on Saturday. Tomorrow before the game, I'm going to be like, oh, we have a chance. We can do this. It'll be fine. So let's get <laughs> into right. this. Yeah, at uh, at about the 18-minute mark, we'll finally get into do the game against the Cowboys. <laughs> so the first thing I want to start with, because um, it is it is a major storyline, uh, and let's just kind of touch on it real briefly here. Mike McCarthy coming back. Um, Gage, just want to start with you. You know, there's a lot of talk about, oh, you know, like, do you cheer for him? You know, like, what do you do? How do you feel about him coming back? So let's start with the Mike McCarthy topic. Just your thoughts of him coming back for the first time since being fired, um, coming back into the building. You want us to Super Bowl. Great. Welcome back. Thanks. Move on. I, 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 I maybe it's because I'm not going to be there. Or, but I also think it's just, I, it doesn't affect you anymore. It's not like he, it's not like he left. Like he didn't, it's not like, uh, it's Mike not like Holmgren. he's Josh. He's not Josh McDaniels. He's not Mike Holmgren. He, you left. The two sides agreed it was time to, to go. You fired him. If you boo him when he comes back, you're just a dick. You, you fired him. That makes no sense. That'd be like if it, like you fire somebody and that employee comes back, like like you work at a grocery store, you fire somebody and then he comes back as like you're the local grocery store. Ooh, no, you can't do that. You you fired him. He didn't leave you. He didn't say I'm gonna quit this job and go somewhere else. This isn't Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma to go to USC. This is a guy you fired. He won a Super Bowl with you. You had many good years, and that's the end of it. You don't you don't boo the guy. You, and I, honestly, I wouldn't applaud the guy either. I don't really care. Like it's it it shouldn't matter anymore. That's that's my thinking of it. But I understand that there's going to be plenty of fans that boo him. I saw plenty of people online talking about it, and most of them are going to again say I'm not a true fan because I'm not going to boo the guy that's the coach of the other team. I don't really care. Like unless it's a coach that has like cheated, I'm not going to boo the guy. Who it he's just doing his job. Yeah, Jimmy, you know, I I, uh, I I hope he gets like a big ovation, like for the reason of he was here for so long. He did an incredible job, albeit he did get fired. We had a rough end of the year, but like if they play a little thing for him to remember, like we have a Mike McCarthy way in Green Bay, like he should get some sort of, it's not like, like Gage was saying, it's not like he was like, you know what guys, I'm going to leave and go to a different team. I'm over this. Like he got fired. It's not his fault. If I'm not like, mistaken, doesn't he, like his, did he say his brother still lives in Yeah, Green yeah, Bay? he still has family in Green Bay. I was like, I'm pretty he's, sure he's still he, got family lives Yeah, he's there. got a house in Green Bay. Like, yeah. he, he he still comes here. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's, so again, so yeah, no, Jimmy, I'm more with you. Like, if there's a thing played on the video board, which they absolutely should do, yeah, I would applaud the guy. Like, if I was in, if I was there, I would applaud him or cheer him or whatever. I think that I'm, I'm more just like, if people are going to actively boo the guy just because like, hey, you used to coach for us and you don't anymore, I'm like, you guys are dumb. Oh yeah, no, they're apps. That's the thing. Like, I think that's that's it. Like before the game, if they like, obviously during the game, you're not rooting for them. Like, there's a difference between booing someone before the game and actively not rooting for them during the game. Like, you can applaud somebody and then also hope they lose. Like, those things aren't mutually exclusive. Agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, like completely it's agree. Such a weird thing that people are like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cheer for him. He's on the other, like, grow up, man. Do, do, do you guys think, though, that some of this, because I agree with both of you guys. First of all, the Packers have had 15 coaches in their history. He's one of three to win a Super Bowl. So, like, I mean, it's not is that like, good. Is that, to, is win that a, good? to win a Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's, I mean, I think that's, that's gotta be good, I think right? That's, I think that's why we all watch the game in the first place. I mean, you know, I, I don't know about you guys. I don't really watch the the games for my quarterback to win MVPs. I, you know, I, 
I watch. I watch for turn. offensive line play, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, do you guys think some of it has to do with the fact that it's not that he's coming back, but he's he's the coach of the Cowboys, who I mean, admittedly, like I have no problem with Mike McCarthy. I hate the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys and the Vikings for me are like one and one A as far as like teams that I hate. Like, do you think there would be a little bit of a different feeling around it if he was coaching? Dolphins and they were coming to Green Bay? Yeah, I think so. But then you also have to put yourself in his shoes of like, you have a team with an owner who's willing to spend money. You have Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb. You had Ezekiel Elliott when he was good, a good offensive line. Like there's there were pieces there to where as a head coach, I has to, like, I understand why, like I wasn't mad he went there because like that makes sense for oh, him. No, no, no. But the, the question is more like if he was just the coach of the Dolphins and they were coming to Green Bay, do you think fans would, feel as, as visceral about booing him as they do. I, cause no. I feel a lot of it has to do with the fact that people hate the people hate the Cowboys. And now he went to Dallas and it's just kind of hate by proxy. of that's who probably, you're coaching. I, that's probably yeah. what a lot of it is. I mean, me personally, I don't really have that much beef with a team that hasn't won a super bowl since before I was a full year old, but that's just me. I mean, it Dallas hasn't been like good enough to win anything. They haven't even like made and lost a super bowl. Like I, since I've been alive, they have they won the Super Bowl within my first calendar year of life, and then they have never done anything since. So I don't have as much Gage, beef with Dallas. That just told you how to figure out how old he is. Yeah, I would like, say that's the age <laughs> thing too. Where it's like you didn't have to deal with the Cowboys just spanking the Packers in the night. No, so that, so that's the thing. So yeah. a lot of people don't like him. I have much more issue with like the Vikings and Vikings fans specifically. They Vikings fans are the worst. I. Like if any of you are listening, you are the literal worst. The <laughs> fact that you act like if you like you actively root injury on people, you share the Aaron Rodgers like breaking his collarbone picture every year on the anniversary of it. And anytime you're losing an argument, you just talk about how he broke his collarbone. And then it's like, okay, well, you have zero Super Bowls, so who really cares what you have to say? But no, I like I don't really have as much beef with the Cowboys. I understand why some people do, but it's just I, I don't really have beef with any NFL team. I like I said earlier, as long as you don't like cheat. I don't really care. Like I, especially like as I've gotten older, I have more respect for just like teams being good year over year. Like just if you like the Spurs, I hated the Spurs growing up, but as I've gotten older, I'm just like, they were just good. Like it just didn't matter 20 years. They just continued to be good. So I don't really have as much issue with them. I feel like the Cowboys are like the 2000, you know how like in the 2010s, like we hated the Seahawks, the fail Mary, the NFC championship game, like they seem to have our number a lot of the times that it actually mattered. And I feel like the hate I have towards the Seahawks because of that still, I think a lot of that is just, I think we're going to hate the Cowboys less and less uh, as new Packer fans are born just because they do suck right now. Not, yeah, not a, right now, but they haven't done anything. And like Green Bay has consistently beaten them in the mm-hmm. past few meetings. So it's like, okay, yeah, no, we had this rivalry for a long time where Green Bay couldn't beat them. Well, now Green Bay just continues to beat them which is why they're going to end up they're probably going to end up winning today and just confuse the hell out of all of us. Like in they're getting into this game. There's no reason that they should win. Dallas's defense has been outstanding all year. They had they their offense just put up 49 points a couple weeks ago against Chicago. They are coming off the bye, so they have a full week of rest. Green Bay still doesn't have their bye because they chose not to take it following the London game. Um let's see what else have they like their offense is getting healthier. Tony Pollard looks great as a full-time player. Uh Zeke is Possibly, uh, possibly might not play today. He's questionable uh, as of this recording on Saturday evening. 
Uh, other than that, Anthony Barr. They're, so they have a linebacker who's not even a full-time player for them. Who's out. Other than that, their entire roster is healthy. It's bananas. They, they were basically all full participants other than one guy who's limited. Other than Zeke, their entire roster was a full participant practice on Friday. So they are fully healthy. Their offense is getting better. Dak is getting more healthy. They have no, there's no reason Green Bay should be anywhere near in this game today. You may start noticing that there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called liquid death. Now, why call this water liquid death? Well, mostly because it's going to brutally murder your thirst, and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. I have a can of liquid death right here and I'm able to open and take a drink from that. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And it looks just like water. One thing that I actually like to do is have people that don't know it's water. So you just give them one and they think they're getting a beer and all of a sudden it's actually better for them. It's a nice given thing of water. Their help. You can drink it at 9am. You can drink it at school. You can drink it at drink it in public, do whatever you want with this little bottle of goodness right here. Go get your liquid death today at your local Woodman's, 7-Eleven, Roundies, or Hy-Vee, or just find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash packaday. That's liquiddeath.com slash packaday. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, well, let's move on to uh, the, the game itself here. Um, so, Jimmy, I want to start with you. I asked you this question before, uh, before the show, and this mm-hmm. is going to kind of come back to my anger, but how do you think Aaron Jones feels knowing that there are two head coaches there that hate him? You guys are so <laughs> – jeez. Uh, one... I mean, my, dad, my dad asked me the other day if he was going to play this weekend, and my response was, I don't care because he's not going to get utilized. I think, I think the frustration, oh, yeah, that, that is tough. I think with McCarthy, it was more of, he didn't know with Jamal being there, Jones being there, he did too much of a dual running back without seeing Aaron Jones was the better running back with the well, four. My, there's... Well, my thing was, is, is Mike McCarthy was very, like, I, I, I disagreed with it, but it, he was very consistent with it is he rotated those three guys all the time. One drive was Aaron Jones, the next drive was Jamal Williams, and then it was Ty Montgomery, regardless of how they were playing. 
I didn't like it. I understood it. What they're doing with Aaron Jones now, I just like, like I don't even what like just cut him at this point. Like like not don't actually, but like I mean that's that's what it feels like. I mean we we have this conversation every week of like yeah. Now this week it would make sense if he doesn't really play because he's hurt. But yeah. you know I, I mean I just he's he's clearly your best offensive piece at this point with the amount of wide receiver injuries you have and the fact that they don't utilize him. I, I just, I don't understand. Yeah. And I think it's definitely frustrating because we, we heard what Roger said like pregame when they were interviewing him. Uh, they said how he wants to go down throwing. Uh, and so it's part of that is like when you have the RPOs, how many times does Roger just have in his mind? I'm going to pass the ball. Like, he still has that ego of a back-to-back MVP, which he's earned, but based on your play and the performance that Aaron Jones has been putting together, let's give homeboy the ball. But then you also look at how they're utilizing AJ Dillon, which isn't really his strong suit either of like AJ Dillon's a running back where he's not a come in, take one and two, take one or two carries and be effective. Like he's a big body running back that he needs more carries to just wear down the defense. So if he's only getting carry sporadically like that's not really doing much to that in, interior defensive line or linebacker linebacker group that has to come in and try to tackle him like that's not wearing them down much so when he comes in they're ready to go after him and then you try to bring in Aaron Jones that isn't getting the ball enough or when they do it's that outside zone run and we just saw last week if the wide receiver misses that block that goes from a potential five yard gain to a three yard loss so like that's a risky play risky play in and of itself but this season, I think, has to be the most frustrating for Aaron Jones just because of how he clearly is the best weapon on the offense and how little or sporadically they're using him, which is just kind of confusing for everyone, I think has been the theme of the season, as you said. Yeah, and the worst part is, like, he's sat here and watched, oh, especially specifically over the last two years, just the hyper usage that Devontae Adams got. He, for two years, obviously, like, prior to that, like, under McCarthy and whatever, but... Over the last two years, he's watched Devontae Adams just be the guy. It was, hey, the offense, guess what? Rodgers could tell you before the snap, hey, I'm going to throw it to Devontae Adams. And it did not matter. You could put three guys on him. We saw it. It happened. And it didn't matter. Just still completed the pass. And Rodgers was making sure it didn't matter if it was 14, 15, 16 targets a game. It was happening. And then Aaron Jones now is having weeks where he's finishing with like six carries in a game that he finishes. I mean, that's... That's good. Like, yeah, it's got to be frustrating. Like, he's got eight more carries than A.J. Dillon this year. He has, let's see, one, two, three, four games where he's finished with single-digit carries. In the first game against the Vikings, he had five carries for 49 yards. I I'm not good at that, behind, but, like, but that's a... That's good. That's a pretty good average. Yeah, uh, then against Buffalo, 20 carries, 143 yards, 7.15. Against Chicago, 15 carries, 132 yards, 8.8 yards per carry. Against New England, 16 carries, 110 yards, 6.88 yards per carry. It's almost like giving him the ball. Like, Find ways to get in the <laughs> damn ball. Nick, Nick is such a sarcastic ass today. Is he the key to winning this game then? Like, is the running game the key to beating this offense or defense, or is it going to be the passing game? I mean, it, I, you'd argue it's, it's both, but it, I don't think Aaron Jones is the key because – if I'm the defense, I'm just going to sit on your receivers, especially with Romeo Dobbs out. Why would, why would I honor your ability to pass the ball? You've shown me through nine games now that I have no reason to honor it, despite the fact that DVOA makes them look good. 
they're they're not. They're bad at passing the ball right now. And yeah. I would just sell out to stop Aaron Jones and say, if you beat me through the air, Aaron Rodgers, I'll tip my cap to you. Do you know what? So you know what's sad here, and this is going to be. I know this isn't realistic, and this is me being very, very down. But you asked the key to the victory here. The key to victory for the Packers might be a couple of big Amari Rogers punt returns, which we all know is not happening. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm in. But, like, I mean, like, think about it, because I agree with Gage. Like, if you're the Cowboys' defense, like, I would take away Aaron Jones, and Aaron Rodgers hasn't proven that he can do anything. So, Amari's like, I mean, questionable, right? Well, yeah, he is questionable because that's the next thing is who is Aaron? We're down even there. To? Yeah, because like, because I don't know if he's going to play, but like right now we got Sammy Watkins, who uh, I'm sorry, like he doesn't know, what, done he doesn't know the offense. But yeah, he doesn't know. And, and like at this point, like it's clear he's not going to be back. So I just give I prefer to give those reps to Christian Watson at this point, just because, you know, Watson is going to be with this team long term. So, I mean, well, you're he looking dropped at, that one ball in week one, so I can't throw to him anymore. So we're we're gonna have Watson. Well, don't worry. We'll, we'll just jet sweep him the entire game. There we go. He's 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 uh, Tyler Irvin, right? Same guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's funny that we're finding ways to get him the ball, but not our best player. Um, sorry. It's, it's you know, let's get this back on track here. But seriously, so passing game wise, though, I mean, there's there's so many injuries for the Packers at, at receiver. I mean, Alan Lazard is you know he's still on the injury list. You know, he's gonna play, but. You know, Alan Lazard seems to be the guy that Aaron wants to throw the ball to. It Romeo Dobbs, it seemed like was, you know, I mean, it's it really sucks that he got hurt on that first play last week. I mean, truly for, for multiple reasons, but I mean, it seemed like he and Rogers for yeah. a rookie, like now granted it's not perfect yet, but for a rookie, there seemed to be quite a bit of trust there. And, you know, I mean, it really seems like it's it right now it's it's Lazard and Christian Watson and I mean I think Sammy Watkins is going to play quite a bit just due to necessity. I can I see Toure think... getting more, Toure getting more, depending well, on his body. Honestly, well, quite honestly, as far as the passing game is concerned, I think he should be getting more reps. Yeah. Like, because because ultimately, at the end of the day, Toure, I, I mean, I don't know much about what he's been looking like at practice, but I mean, on the field, he seems to be doing well when he's given the opportunity. Yeah. And with, so I, this is the week right now with, uh, with Trayvon Diggs, like, yes, he will get it. He is great at getting interceptions, but he's also great at giving up a lot of yards. Jimmy, like, I hate you so much. I was holding that point in, waiting so for sorry. my turn. You are I the worst. In. You this are is the, the time worst. for a double move. I get was going to say, Watson you, what, I was gonna say you run the play that you ran against Minnesota from the you run the first play. That's there what you go. do. And if you get and if you get like that's the entire play. The play is designed. For Watson, and if he gets the double move on Diggs, you throw it. That is, that's the play. Everything Same else, brain. who cares? <laughs> who cares about everybody else? The other guys on the offense don't matter. If Rod Rogers is in the pocket, well, that's how the offense Watson runs right win, now, anyway. If Watson wins on the double move, you throw the ball. Yeah, and Watson, damn it, catch the ball. That's all I need. That's all. It's all I need you to do. Because here's the thing, that play will be there. Because Jimmy, you pointed out. Trayvon Diggs does give get a lot of interceptions. How does he do that? He does the Marcus Peters thing where he tries yep. to jump every play. And if you can get him on a double move just one time, and especially if you can do it early in the game, there th that building doesn't have a roof, but the roof would explode. If you can start yeah. the game off with a double move touchdown to your first to your high drafted wide receiver, where you make Trayvon Diggs, who talks a lot of shit, and you make him look bad. 
in the for, on the first play of the game, all bets are off. You are officially a live fish. You are you are in, we we got we got something. We got life. But if you play and run the same offense you've been doing for two months, you're done. It's over. Go home. We'll see. I still and this is how much I hate it. Is I really am like slowly already starting to talk myself into just being let down again. <laughs> but there is a world where Rodgers has this weird throwback game against his old coach where they had beef in the past, whatever all those reports came out. he Everyone's saying how he sucks right now, which he isn't proving wrong at this point. Like This could be the one time where he just throws a monkey wrench in all of our slander and pettiness and sarcastic remarks nick and wins the game like there's still that part of me that thinks like we can do it like like you said gage the team is talented to where you do convince yourself you didn't add this part this is me but you do you could convince yourself that like we can win a game like we can win some of these games because of the talent we have in our team uh and for the love of god my 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 main prayer for this game please have jair alexander follow cd lamb and don't waste him on Michael Gallup or their third wide receiver. Just have him follow CD wherever he goes and you figure know, the Jimmy, rest out. Jimmy, you were making great points up until there. I mean, that you're just asking too much. <laughs> you are asking way too much. Close mouths don't get fed, Nick. Shadow man coverage? It's going to be a no for me, dog. No, it ain't going to happen. Close oh, Randy my Jackson. Yeah, I want Joe Barry to say that at a press conference. It's a no for me, dog. By the way, so you said, uh, like, I mean, by the way, Rodgers has had some success against Dan Quinn defenses before. He had uh, 300 yards uh, against him in 2017. In 2016, he had 32 points. He had how many passing yards? He had 200. He only had 223 passing yards in that game, but he had four touchdowns in the game. He was 28 of 38, four touchdowns. Uh, Rodgers has had success against Dan Quinn in the past. You got a hey, you go. got, you're you're playing with house money right now. Positive spin on this. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into predictions before Jimmy and I get too far ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> All right, well, Gage, why don't you start us off with predictions for the game then? All right, I got Dallas winning. Um, I just I can't pick Green Bay to win right now. Uh, while Jimmy and I did definitely just fix the offense right there by thinking about <laughs> things that could work by doing things that you haven't done this year, I don't have any confidence in Green Bay doing those things. Um, and I don't think Mike McCarthy and his watermelon smashing and whatever coach was the coach of the week, uh, I don't think that they're going to mess it up. I think that they're going to feed Zeke or Tony or both of them, whichever one ends up playing. And I just, I think they win. Uh, I'm going to go Dallas 27, Green Bay 13. All right, Jimmy, where are you at? Yeah, I, uh, I'm to the point in the season where I have to... Hit Green Bay, you coward. No, no, definitely a coward on that one. You got to go with the team that's playing better at this point. Coming off the bye, healthier team. You got to go Cowboys on this one. It's a logical move. Uh, I think they're going to do – I think it's going to look closer than it actually is. I think we get a late late drive or like a late game touchdown. I think it's going to be 24-17. to 17. Cowboys. 24-17. Okay, well, I, I too am picking the Cowboys. And, man, we're used to doing it the other way around where all three of us are picking the Packers. But uh, that just tells you where it's at right now. Yeah, I, I'm i sorry. I have no confidence. I mean, for an offense that couldn't get double digits against the Lions, like, like I, 
I don't see Green Bay scoring more than seven points. Like I'm going to pick Dallas to win 27 to seven. I, I think Green Bay will find a way to get into the end zone at one point, but that's it. Like if you can't score more than nine points against the Lions, defense like the Cowboys, I don't know how you're going to do anything. So well, that's the too- exact reason why they would score more is because you would expect them not to. This league, this entire season has been topsy turvy. You go look at other results for other teams, and it would that's make fair. perfect sense for Green Bay to score more than seven points. Because the, the Bills just lost to the Jets last week. That is a thing that happened. Hey, let's be happy because that makes me feel way better about the Packers losing to them. If the hey, Bills lose to them too. doing good. Yeah. They're doing good. That's what I'm saying. Washington's like 500, I think. So, I don't know. You still lost to the Lions. You still lost to the Lions. Hey, Lions hey, have been spunky, man. You, only held, you held them to 16 points. They scored like 48 on the Eagles this year. Okay, they scored like 38 <laughs> on the Eagles. But still, could be good. Yeah, I, I, I'm still just going by. I'm I'm watching the game, the games, and my. You're not watching the game. You'll watch like a quarter, and then you're gonna go do projects around the house. Don't lie to us, Nick. No, well, I'm I'm gonna watch the first half because I'm like you, Jimmy. I go into every game with hope. I go into every <laughs> game with hope, and then they'll they'll do something to make me lose that hope. I'll text uh, but, you how the second half goes. I'll be your update. Okay, yeah. See, there you go. That that way I don't have to actually watch it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm watching the games and I'm just going by what my eyes are telling me. And my eyes tell me that the Packers are they they are like my kid's diaper, dirty and yeah. stinky and smelly. Uh, Andy's gonna kick you off this for being too negative. <laughs> he Sorry, hasn't kicked Andy. me off yet, so Nick's chilling. There is, before we end this, there. I looked on Apple Podcasts because sometimes I like to read through reviews just to see when someone finally says, like, Jimmy's stupid. Gage, you have one that made me die, where it said you were a disgrace to Packer fans, and I um, was crying. because okay. I know, because you pre- you always, like, preface what you're about to say is, like, people are going to get mad. but Okay, okay. again, here's the other thing. If you do want to leave a review and negative comment about me, that's fine. I don't care. I, will I know, say, I, I, I know I will, you don't care. Hold on. No, hold on. I will say, if you don't like what I have to say, that's perfectly fine. I have no issue with that. However, don't leave a negative review on the podcast because there's a lot of people on it that do a lot of good work. Uh, like Nick, Jimmy, and I were joking around a lot. Yeah, but there's a lot of people, Andy, uh, Janelle, uh, Eli, just everybody else that does this does a really good job. And so don't leave a negative thing on them. Um, like leave five stars, leave a negative comment. That's fine. But if you got something really negative to say, especially about me, Come talk to me at G bridge for NFL. I leave. I tell you my Twitter bio every single time that we do the show. If you have an issue with me, that's perfectly fine. I have no issue with it. And I will respond to every single DM you send my way. I do it. As long as it's not a clear scam, I respond to everything, even if it's negative. So that's what, that's all I got to say. Don't, don't be negative. Don't, don't go tear down the podcast because of that. Because of me, If you got something negative to say, come say it to me. I got no issue with it. I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm not going to yell at you. None of that. It's not worth it. I will I'm say right to- you can find all of my work on Twitter at G British NFL, whether it's with Roto Baller, Denver Stiffs, Pack a Day, whatever I may be, do- may be doing, all of my links to all of my work is over there. Nice segue there, Gage. And and I agree totally. with you. My my DMs are open too. I just don't read them. So, uh, Jimmy, if people want to follow your work, get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, follow me at Jimmy underscore C08. Uh, all my stuff's there. Come watch from Barty's Bar every Wednesday. At seven o'clock Central Time, it's more of the rated R version of Pack a Day, I would say, with a few 
swears and other things, but Pass we have some good guests coming on. That, so <laughs> yeah, got some good guests coming on. Uh, some players in the near future in December, it's looking like, but then also some Packer, uh, bigger name Packer Twitter, Twitter folks joining us this month. So come watch. I think Dusty Evely's next. Um, and then also, unlike what Gage said, leave a great comment about me. Um, <laughs> And ne- leave a negative score for the thing. I don't care. I'm very selfish. As no, long as no, don't do that. Me, no, I'm don't great. do that. Don't leave a negative score. It hurts everybody else. Don't do that. I'm just kidding. But praise me. I'm cool with that. Oh my gosh, this is the most fun I've had doing this show in quite a while. It's more due to the uh, people I'm talking with than the content of it. So uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB. But like I said, I don't, I don't really do a whole lot there. So you know, I, I check it, but. I also, I'm, a, I'm like Gage. I don't care. You can say what you want. I got thick skin. I probably haven't met you before if you don't like me, so that's fine. But, uh, but I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't aim to make you dislike. I just, if you choose to be that way, I just don't care. So, uh, sorry, Andy, in advance for all of this, even though it's at the very end, uh, probably should put that disclaimer at the beginning next time, but, uh, thank you so much to everybody for listening. Uh, try to find a way to enjoy the game today. Who knows? Let's 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 all go into this game the same way Jimmy does. Let's all yeah. go into the game the same convince way yourself. Jimmy does. Yeah, convince yeah. yourself they're gonna win. They're gonna score like forty points. They're only gonna give up forty-one. So oh, you know, you're such I mean, an ass. You couldn't just finish <laughs> off on a positive note. Nope. Wrap it up. Couldn't Nick. do it. Couldn't do it. All right. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening. It's been fun. Gage, Jimmy, always great talking with you guys. So much fun. Uh, enjoy the game, everyone, and we'll be doing it same time. Well, no, we won't be doing – I don't know what we're going to be doing next Sunday because Rebay plays Dallas, and then they've got the, the short week against Tennessee on Thursday. So uh, there'll be a show. I just don't know what we're talking about. It won't be a preview. Maybe it'll be a little bit more of lamenting depending on how the next few games go. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and as always, go back. <laughs>